Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure in the grand city of Hopstonopolis. Joining me today, we have... Daniel, playing Chitfleet. Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Mad, and I play Leyland. I'm Waffle, and I play a big fucking problem. <laughs> Fair Whoa, enough. Hang on. Not yet, you don't. Hang on. I got a feeling this is going to be the episode. <laughs> this one? I, now? Here? One of many. Episode 74? I'm pretty sure you past tense you were, and maybe future tense you no, will be. No, I just be. mean like I wasn't in the previous episode, so in this one I'm definitely going to be a problem. Secretly, <sighs> Terrajex was our recurring enemy the entire <laughs> Recurring time. immortal enemy. I was yeah. the recurring immortal enemy. I've never died for sheer, so, you know, we haven't proven. Who wants to recap what happened last time? We got patented. <laughs> uh, and then we and discovered that the gnomes had invented the cloud. It's also a cloud. That's also a cloud. And we briefly partook of cloud-based activities. And it was fine. I wasn't thrilled. I was thrilled at first, but then I learned it wasn't actually a cloud. And I'm like, meh. This is outside my domain. Yeah, but it's like you're recording. Um... It is, and I would love to steal some of this cloud. It is a hoodie, hoodie, hoodie on steroids. I, I oh, like... You didn't try that. You didn't try that on the cloud. You're right. I didn't Don't try the, the universal activation phrase for all recording media. Don't cross the also, streams. Also, if it's like riding a bike and you need to practice working with the cloud to get better at it, then maybe these are your training wheels. Ched, as a sorcerer, I don't <laughs> know what training wheels are. Okay. I was True. given all of my power irresponsibly <laughs> through no hard work whatsoever. It's true. Yeah, you got that magical sugar daddy going okay. on. So you, so <laughs> no, you have no idea. So, so uh, Terrajex has no idea what an analogy is either then, I guess. I, that's not a sorcerer thing. That's a Terrajex thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, we, we went to the cloud and then um, Cranberdamp, Bumbledink, uh, Benedict Cucumber. I know Cram you know Mac his name. Quill Shooter <laughs> told us of the existence of a Ornithopter core, which is a thousand times better than a glider core because they can go up. <laughs> so that's, we're headed there now. their motto, we go up. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to accompany one of their expeditions and be like, oh, that's a really impressive... Uh, problem that you have let's just crash an airship into it <laughs> metaphorically the juxian hammer does not work to solve all problems <laughs> look when all you have is a juxian hammer everything <laughs> looks like a sapphire dragon poised neatly against a rock column no i will remind you that teliferous is not fully healed from the last juxian it's hammer fine. you performed <laughs> I'll just do it on the opposite side. <laughs> right. Last resort. Only if we get boarded. By so, a dragon. How would that... Okay. I was like, how would that help us if people boarded our <laughs> ship? Because it's like they're still on the outside and then it just you slam just, them into a wall. You have to line up the room that they're in with the rock that you're about to smash through the wall of the ship. Yeah. 
<laughs> also, the bees will get them. Yeah, send out the bees. So, Krampernap waves you in the direction, like, it gives you directions to the the Glider Core head office. Yep. And he hands you his business card, and he says, um, if you need to get in touch with me, just show this to somebody important, and they'll be able to uh, send me a message. We just keep showing it to gnomes until we get the right one. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can also just send you a sending message, right? Or does that break some sort of NDA? No, that's probably fine. Okay. Need do you? Because I know some people don't like to receive sending. Do you need anything else from me? Uh, oh, Christ, eternally. Thank you. You've been great. Oh, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> There's, there's I, not a you don't even know I'm there's sure no reaction on the outside outage. there is no reaction on the outside sometimes sending not, not messages just fail there's like you don't even know an involuntary little poof of sparks from the back of his head that he doesn't know about how could this happen to me <laughs> and that's three seconds right <laughs> Uh, all right, glider core. Wait, no, ornithopter core. <laughs> That's gonna take way some better than the glider core. <laughs> yep. So you, I have to type this up as I go because uh, yep. surprise people, <laughs> this episode is all of the books, <laughs> off the rails. I don't know that we've had an episode that's been on the rails. <laughs> Fair. Um. Last one was pretty. pretty yeah, we, we did pretty good. Yeah, we didn't fuck up. All of our divergences were all just conversation. I, I, I really, I was very worried of what Tarjux was gonna do in the clouds. So, he's gonna, he's gonna uh, hop that uh, shit and go mad. <laughs> I well, yeah, go right. mad. Yeah, he's already there. That's my secret, Ched. I'm always mad. No, the the sec No, the secret is. This is actually Usain, and we don't want to see you mad. Well, yeah. So, who's this wonderful gnome uh, ornithopter chief pilot that I get to have a Top Gun homoerotic rivalry with? <laughs> uh, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or it could be a girl. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just read my name list again. Oh, your gnome name list. The so you arrive at the head office of the Hopstonopolis Glider Corps, which is another building that has sort of unrestricted access to outside. Um. The building itself is situated at the end of a road, and then there is a very broad field behind it where uh, ornithopters are pretty much constantly taking off and landing. Ah, they're beautiful. It doesn't look like there... There's one small hangar here, but you suspect that they probably store the majority of the ornithopters elsewhere when not in use. Okay. Um... The head office itself is kind of a low building, um, only two stories. 
and uh, you enter and you are greeted by a receptionist who uh, sort of gives you a look and does like a, a double take like you're not gnomes um, <laughs> correct and she uh, after processing this for a moment says uh, hi can I help you welcome to the glider core is there something we can do for you Hello, yes. I am Tarjex Heiko, and these are my stalwart companions. It's not that you can help us, but perhaps we could help you. See, we're something of an adventuring group. Uh, and I heard that you endeavor to travel to the far ends of this world and seek the unseen and delve the unknown. And uh, we happen to have a giant flying tree ship, and we thought maybe we'd lend a hand. Oh, you're the folks with the tree. Yes, that's us. I will see if Panaona is able to speak with you at this moment. That'd be great. She disappears through a doorway uh, to the right of the desk. You hear soft elevator music. She comes back a couple seconds later and says, yeah, follow me. Fantastic. And away we go. She takes you down a hallway um makes a a right hand turn and knocks on the door of an office that has the name panaona humplebumple on it <laughs> again is there is it like is it panaona humplebumple or is it like lieutenant humplebumple captain captain humplebumple captain humplebumple all right uh, she knocks on the door and then, without waiting for an answer, uh, swings it open and gestures for you to go inside. And I stoop through the door. You stoop through the door. Uh, you, all, you all pile in. It's not a large office, but there's enough space for the five of you to kind of... It's probably like a very large and spacious office by gnome standards, but like now that there's a bunch of regular people in it, she's like, oh, this is cramped. Yeah. Uh, standing behind a very messy desk is a gnomish woman who has two separate pairs of pilot's goggles resting on her head. It this looks like it. one pair fits over the other pair. You're not sure why you would need to do this. It doesn't matter. This is the best. She's wearing... Um, yeah, pretty much like uh, a Top Gun. Like she's got a bomber jacket. <laughs> Hell yes. Kind of, kind of set up there. She looks up from a stack of paperwork and says, "Oh, you're the ones with the tree. I've been, uh, yeah. I've been wanting to talk to you about that. I am Captain Panaona Humplebumple. I am the head of the Hopstonopolis." Domestic Glider Corps. We are responsible for our... Or Glider. Ornithopter Corps. You've infected <laughs> me. <laughs> I did. We've just said Glider Corps so many times that it's reflex. It's yeah. So we are responsible for all Ornithopter traffic in the city of Hopstonopolis, including the taxi services. We also, when we have funding to do so... Go on expeditions 
to map out new islands and territories, report this back to the cloud, etc., etc. I'm sure you're smart enough to figure out all the many and varied uses ornithopters can have for a city like this one. Now, what I want to know is, is your ship going to be a problem for us? No problem whatsoever, ma'am. We are well-versed in maintaining flight patterns with smaller craft. We've drilled extensively. Have you? Have they suddenly developed uh, an air force over on the uh, the continent that you came from? Was it that's Aldrox? Yeah. Last time I checked, they didn't have any any airships to speak of. That situation has changed somewhat recently, but I am referring strictly to the Eric Cochran people. She squints at Chad. <laughs> Birds, huh? Regardless of whether or not it's birds or ornithopters, the underlying situation is the same. And I'm, I am a seasoned aeronaut, and I understand uh, how to move a tree ship such that we will not be disrupting your operations. I assure you. I don't intend on having you fly with any of my pilots anytime soon. Anyway, at least not until we can figure out how your weapons work. Point is, now that I've got you here. I know that you've been instructed by the mayor to keep your ship your ship weapons powered down. But if I ever find out that you've been interfering with any of my operations, there's going to be hell to pay. We have enough ordnance here to take down even a ship as large as yours. And I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Your city is splendid, and your air force even more so. Yeah, we can take out half your city by the time you take our <laughs> ship out, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, honestly, it would be, like, I'm sure the gnomes have so many, like, weird, magical what's-its that, like, we'd shoot a laser of fire and it'd turn into tapioca, and we'd be like, huh, weird. And they, on their own, would be like, huh, weird. Oh, no, now we're drowning in tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one could have first seen that. <laughs> uh, so, what brings you to my office? Out- I didn't seek you out to get permission to leave our parking spot necessarily. My goal here was to offer, uh, should the need arise for one of these expeditions, uh, to have the Teliferous join uh, whatever particular scouting party. Um, As you may have noticed on the way in, there is a decent amount of landing space aboard the ship should ornithopters need to stop for any reason. I'm, I can only hazard guesses as to the range of your craft, but uh, perhaps the Teliferous could extend that range some, not to mention any uh, additional fire support that you might need, as well as our onboard first aid facilities and communication suite. Yeah, that all sounds very impressive, but again, I'm not committing any pilots or resources to your ship. I don't trust you. I don't trust your ship. I don't trust that you're not going to turn on us and try to blast us out of the sky when we're not convenient to you anymore. And that's exactly why we're here. I would very much like to gain that trust in whatever way you see fit. As for... If there's something you need doing, we are capable of doing it. I'll be honest with you, kid. We are... We are not going to be planning... We don't have any expeditions planned for the Ornithopters for another six months. 
They're very expensive. There's a lot of paperwork to fill out, waivers and such. They don't happen very often. So if you're going to be doing expeditions for us, you're going to be doing them on your own, and you're going to be doing them for a heavily discounted price. Honestly, that sounds pretty par for the course for us. I'm willing to work with you in this regard, but I, I warn you there is a fair amount of danger. A lot of these floating islands have had centuries to develop ecosystems that are not necessarily conducive to life as we know it. We are very familiar with danger. Hmm. Comforting. We'll take it under consideration. Uh, you're free to reach out to us. I don't know that we have a business card, but we're the giant tree parked out there. So until then, I'll let you get back to your work, Captain. She kind of waves at you to, to leave and goes back to her paperwork. And I do so. Away we go. I'm going to have to beat this gnome at a piloting contest. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only way. Chad is no more a bird than she is a chimp. (laughs) It took me a second. It took me a second to figure out what you were saying, but I got there. Damn. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I, like, all right. I've got a goal now. I have to beat her to a pilot off. Which... I feel like that's doable. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Or Definitely. You yeah, have yeah. 100% never of my never confidence. Or <laughs> before anything. Leyland, I have dominion over the sky. That's, that's going to be it, right? You're going to challenge her to a piloting contest, and she'll be like, fine, but you have to use a glider. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. I, look... I cast Gust of Wind on myself. Yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. Like, this is your, your underdog anime arc that... Yeah. And then and then I'm like, oh, I'm faster and higher than you in a glider. And she's like, what? How is this possible? My machine is the fastest in all the gnomish lands. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> it's not all about the uh, horsepower of the engine, Humple Bumple. It's about the spirit in your heart. And then I, I change the way she sees piloting forever. <laughs> and I'm explaining all of this to Fall Rock. You, you can't bring I'm her with you patiently. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright, so, well that's a bit of a dead end, but maybe they'll have something for us to shoot later. So you, as you were walking back out, the, uh, the receptionist uh, sees you and talking about how this is kind of a dead end. She's like... Yeah, she can be a bit grouchy, particularly when she's just had a funding request denied. Uh, Tell you what, though, and she taps her nose, if you were to go out and do a little of, uh, do a little reconnaissance, there's a few islands that we've been meaning to, to explore recently that we haven't been able to get. They're not considered dangerous enough or useful enough by the city council to fund a proper ornithopter flight out if you were to go investigate them and bring back some good data or uh clean off any threats that were on them i feel like uh we could probably arrange for a small payment obviously nothing on the order of what normal hazard pay would be for an ornithopter pilot got certain no that would be absolutely out of the question it's also a lot less hazardous for us so possibly um (laughs) anyway 
you can probably think... access those uh, those island lists at the cloud. Um, just like that's a thought. That's something you could do. It would probably go a long way to, towards putting you in the captain's good graces. I like sure. the sound of that. Thank you. Any yeah, if there's any like if she gets a funding request denied for something and we can just go out and do it. Um yeah. I'd love to do that. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I'll be frank with you, uh secretary whose name I don't know. Um there's a, a little nameplate on her desk that uh that reads Tippletoe Stalwicken. Oh, another Tippletoe. Okay. It's a very popular name, or it yeah, was around like the time the John I was born. Miss <laughs> um, Tippletoe, uh, yeah, thank you for the information. Um, I'll be honest, we don't get paid for a lot of the crazy dangerous stuff we go through, so um, even just getting into someone's good graces means more to us than you could ever know. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny Especially because if that it's person true. doesn't want to poison us or <laughs> trap us. Anything above outright disdain is magnificent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> until we meet again. She smiles and waves. Okay, so I want to do this expedition. I think it'd be fun. I think it'll be straightforward, <laughs> he says, dooming us all. <laughs> um, we can take information uh, visually. We have two botanists on board who can do a thorough survey of the island. Um, I can take a recording bottle snapshot of the layout. Like we're We're pretty set up to be a good reconnaissance vessel because... Uh, we just we fly up high and then we we stealth mode, and then if we see something where we need to shoot it, we shoot it. Thoughts, opinions, redactions. Mm, that's right on. Cool. I, I mean, I figure we'd actually be exploring, like you know, setting down and exploring. But do we get yeah. do we get finders rights for anything that's cool there? Right. <laughs> Only <laughs> if we don't report it. Let's <laughs> say we just don't need to tell anyone. <laughs> Anything that goes into the reactor of Teliferous is lost forever. <laughs> it never existed, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then you have to edit your reports to the cloud, remember? Well, oh, interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do it because I'm very good at lying. <laughs> wow. Last but, time they wanted all of our experiences, though. Well, I obviously we can bullshit something about how, like, the gunner's seat in Teliferous is not a good vantage point. And if we can't? Ched, <laughs> when have I not been able to bullshit my way out of a situation and don't answer that? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thank you. You're a good friend. Gives you the Eric Cochran, Eric Cochran equivalent of a thumbs up. And then I point dramatically skyward and I say, To the cloud! <laughs> I would like to look up the locations of the uh, rejected ex- low-priority exploration island chain. Are you looking yourself, or are you going to request the services of a gnome who is skilled and practiced at this sort of thing? Uh, I think I'll try myself, and then when I inevitably suck at it, I will get their help. Okay. Go ahead and make a concentration check. Okie doke. 
Um, God, I don't have vantage on those or anything, do I? They no. even tell us what islands. She didn't that's, even tell us what islands we were like. She's that's just what like, we're ah, doing right now. I know, but how are we supposed to know what islands to look for in the database? I don't know, Chad. Okay. Um, that's a 17 on concentration. Okay, yeah. And so, I'm like, I'm starting with the, like, I'm starting with Captain Humplebumple and then trying to work from those requests and I don't know. So Captain Humplebumple has, there, there is an extensive amount of data associated with her. It looks like she's been uh, in the Ornithopter Corps for a long time. I'll stalk her on Facebook later. That seems wise. Uh, you sift down to more recent things until you eventually get to uh, funding requests for the Ornithopter Corps, and there's a whole bunch of like subdirectories, air quotes, mm-hmm. of things like maintenance, uh, equipment replacement, um, you know, staff benefits, yeah. that sort of thing, and then. Yeah, and then you get down to um, expedition funding, and there's a lengthy list of expeditions that she has successfully led or relegated, and then you get to uh, a much shorter list of failed ones, and then ones that have been requested but never followed through on, either because the island in question uh, went missing, or because they didn't get funding, or you know, a variety of other reasons. Okay. Uh, make uh, another concentration check. Will do. Uh, ooh, that one's not quite as good. Uh, 11. Uh, yeah, so you you kind of get lost in, in the expeditions directory, partly because the data is slippery, as previously mentioned. It's hard to hold down to, partly because you Terrajux are like just looking at her list of piloting accomplishments. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, rad. and it's if like it, it transitions from her expeditions back to just Humplebumple's personnel file yeah. because you're looking at them and thinking about them. And I think it's like she probably has like. Um... Like like she's an ace. Like she's got you know five confirmed. Oh yeah, no she she like, definitely started as an ornithopter cadet and worked her way up to where she is. And I like I'm wondering if this would be the first time that Tarajux Heiko would legitimately realize that gliders or other aircraft could fight other aircraft. <laughs> like like because Aldrax doesn't have an air force, so he's just like oh yeah, you just do bombing runs. But now he's like. <gasps> Dog fighting. <laughs> you, this is probably like everybody who's currently not in the cloud. You like Terajux looks determined. Terajux and, has a divine revelation. He and he looks concentrated, and then you see that slip, and there's just like you can see awe fill his face, and you're like, okay, he's not getting any useful data out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a use for barrel rolls. Oh my god. Uh, one of you will probably need to take him out. Oh, right. We know he's done, though. You don't. But By the tears no, of awe tell. streaming yeah. down my face. Fall, Fall Rock can tell. One second. 
So actually, does it specify what she's fought or killed dogfighting with? Like, it's not other gnomish ornithopters. It would be like birds and stuff, right? Uh, that would require another concentration check to okay. find. Well, no, I'm. I already beansed it, so. I'm... All right, so I'm gonna go in. Yep. And I'm gonna gently lead him or push him towards an airlock to get him out. Yeah. And then I'll. I'll just sort of ask, did you find what you're looking for? Farak, she blew up an ornithopter with another ornithopter. All right, great. So you didn't find what <laughs> we're looking for, but you found what you're looking for. <laughs> right. uh, and then I guess I'll, I'll make a concentration check to... Uh, I go and search. find a gnome. Okay, Farak, make your concentration check. Well, maybe it gives you the insight to not blow up your own ship to do it. I go. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Exactly. <laughs> What'd you get, Farak? Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. You are able to pull up. Like you go through the same process. You find the list of non-funded expeditions. There are several islands um, that you like. You have coordinates for them, but you are not familiar with the Nomish coordinate system mm, okay so you'll so need a map yeah you'll probably need to find a map which there are maps in the cloud okay uh i guess yeah no all right i'll, I'll keep concentrating and try and find a map so the all right give me another roll oh no no that's that's a nat one no, no. <laughs> Falrock, you inhaled too deep <laughs> yeah, so Farak takes a a hefty deep breath and Farak you are you are looking at an extensive aerial map of the continent of Aldraxia. Pink Floyd starts to play. <laughs> <laughs> I can see home from here. Uh anyways, I I'm going to leave then before I get too lost. What about um, Captain Desmond? What, what Captain find the we coordinates? Could just, we could ask for a print map. That might be easier. I have the, the coordinates, but translating is hard in there. Very distracting. I, I fetch a gnome attendant. So you, you find... It's not hard to pick out which ones are sort of the search engines for the cloud. Yeah. Um, in, like, swivel they've got chair. the tallest hats. No, in fact, they are shaved completely bald. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah, I bet that cloud leaves your hair, like, real greasy. Yeah, More that's, surface area. that's probably it. That's probably. a side effect. They, they're balding. They've bald dead. Oh, yeah, or it could be toxic. Alopecia? Pacia? Alopecia. Um, yeah, you do notice that they also, like, there's no facial hair, there's no hair on the head, there's no hair on the arm. Like, it looks like they don't have any hair anywhere on their bodies. Uh, they're also wearing very, like, simple, loose, gray robes, no ornamentation or anything fancy. They're also, like, subdued for gnomes. Hmm. Um, but we've seen subdued gnomes before. You've seen a subdued gnome, and you're not sure he was so much subdued as terminally depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, fair. 
We haven't we haven't asked about if if his widgets around. I the gamble goose. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to start dropping like iconoclast stuff around here until we have like a trusted tight group of friends. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm trying to do like grunt work for the captain. Is if we can ingratiate ourselves to the military, mm. like ish. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's useful. I, what if I she's Steinar though? What if she's fun. the What if she's the Gnomish Steinar? Then yeah. it'll be way easier for us to figure clear. that out if we get close and she tries to poison us at a tea party. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it's just I'm giving you an opportunity to demonstrate that you've learned from your mistakes. <laughs> Look, it's like either if there is someone out there who is an evil Steinar-like cyborg, lusting for our blood then two things we can either face the problem head on or they can make things difficult and annoying for us for months until we finally find them i would prefer to just rip that band-aid off um i asked i explained to the nova attendant um that we're looking for the camino system and it doesn't seem to exist in any of the jedi records and that must be a mistake because I have it on good authority from a four-armed man in a 1920s diner that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I explain that we're trying to uh, translate these coordinates to uh, something usable to our plebeian brains. And we have the location of the islands, but we just need a map or some other method of converting them to celestial navigation or however the fuck people get around in this crazy world. I Tarjux would know that. Like he's he's been taught how to navigate while flying, so I'm the, waiting on that. The attendant nods and goes into the cloud and comes out like two minutes later and <laughs> um sketches I was I was hoping they had like hookahs connected up to the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> no I did think about that though like that was that was in the initial design it's for like the little searches for the big ones you go in but like if you're just looking up like a football player name you don't need to oh yeah so there are like I, I forgot to mention it in the last episode but there in addition to the airlock rooms there are also like little cabinets that just have a face mask oh yeah okay um, right. So the attendant goes in, comes out, um, and spends about 10 minutes sketching out a map. Um, wow. Hopstonopolis is indicated by a star that is unlabeled. Okay. Um, the islands that you were looking for are circled, and they're basically in three... Total, like equidistant from Hopsonopolis in three different directions. Oh. <laughs> All right. Is there anything more? Like, can we tell if any of them is larger than the other two, or has certain features or anything? I think that's sort of what we're being sent to find out. Okay, yes. So I, I just didn't know if there was any. Yeah. I I don't even know how they're. I mean, they know where they are. So right, they, yeah. They I didn't don't know have some more beyond just the location, but that's okay. 
unless they're doing some sort of like crazy like sensing the mass shadow with magic or yeah something. radar yeah who knows man the... radar would really fuck up jux wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> um the attendant hands you the map and looks at you well actually no uh, she doesn't hand you the map. She holds it up to you, and after about 20 seconds, asks you if you've memorized it. Uh, I go, who do, who do you get booty? Who do, who do you get booty? Yes, I have. Thank you. She burns it. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, all right. I thank you for your assistance. Happy clouding. She nods and goes back to what she was doing all right uh we got our map we got our locations frankly any additional preparation on our part is just hubris thinking that we'll be able to stick to the plan i say we go which one uh pick a random we have three choices i picked the northernmost island okay (laughs) north has always been good to me (laughs) (laughs) i'm from the north North of Jux. Yeah. Right up on the edge. So. All right. You, to the airship. Yes. Need to get back to Teliferos. Let's take a bus. <laughs> okay. You go to a bus stop, and a gnomish bus trundles up to your location. Um, it has a dozen of the mechanical legs that you saw uh, on the sort of automated cart that you took to get to the patent office. And there are, there are maps drawn on the, like on the outside of the bus because buses have to take very specific routes in Hopstonopolis. Oh yeah. Cause of all the pipes and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it looks like this well, one will drop you off relatively close to the like city gates. Okay, perfect. Are these, All aboard. These are like carts, right? They're not like closed buses. They're open air. They're, so there's... Uh, it's like a double-decker bus. There's the inside, like the lower okay. floor is enclosed and the upper floor is out and exposed to the air. So we can just hop up onto the second floor like we're hopping a fence. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that short. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, the gnomes build everything unnecessarily large which is really nice of them yeah it's very convenient <laughs> it's very nice for the dm yeah, especially when they don't have a lot of visitors it's very thoughtful they like their space and after where we go yeah it's it's a it's kind of a long ride the sun has set by the time you arrive at the outskirts of the city um there is an ornithopter sitting sort of just outside the gates with a, a pilot leaning against it, um, projecting a, a I could care less attitude. And oh. he flicks his cigarette cool. butt away. Cool. And says, uh, Second Lieutenant Tippletoe sent me to ferry you across. She said you'd probably need to get back to your ship. Much appreciated, pilot. And I hop in. He flies the five of you back across to Teliferous. Uh, oh. I, of course, I ask this 
fearless flyer for his name. Uh, he tells you that he is Zafrab Waggletop. It's a pleasure, Waggletop. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Again, all of these names are pulled from the name list in Xanathar's Guide. I did not I produce know. them. Uh, I can hear wish, Zach being disappointed. I wish uh, Zafrab Waggletop a, a safe travel. May his may his flight be steady and his turbulence low. And then I am gonna go into Teliferous. So yeah. the five of you arrive. The first thing you notice is that your apple tree bonsai is now in full bloom. Oh, okay. Um, One of like, the flowers winks at Terrajux as he walks past. Aw, she's thinking of me. <laughs> she wants to steal my soul forever. Um, I I stop and I pause briefly and I give a polite bow to the apple tree Um, why did we keep that again? because it's useful Leyland for her or for us? both one of of the flowers winks at Leyland Leyland it's called (laughs) mutualism we both benefit I go to check on Basil and Ivy and see how they're doing Uh, Basil and Ivy are um, just cleaning up their their dinner. Um, they were having giant potato soup. <laughs> <laughs> yep, excellent. Basil uh, sort of gives a start when you when you uh, knock on the door. It's like, oh, I have a message for you. Um, we got a. Cool. We got ascending to the ship while you guys were out. And I go, and I look at Fall Rock. <laughs> uh, and Basil, like, pats his pockets and pulls out a sheet of paper and hands it to you. And uh, it says, uh, Head Scrivener sent message. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to read Basil's handwriting. That's just, that's some flavor text for you. Um... <laughs> Amber and Duchess safe, but imprisoned, suspected of collision with terrorists. Oh, fudge. Uh, it's your fucking uncle again. Thoughts being monitored. Um, oh. And he... he uh, Thought police! <laughs> thank you, Christopher. And uh, Basil looks sympathetic as you, as you read the note, and he's like, that's... Sounds pretty rough. I don't know who Amber is, but I assume important if they asked somebody like the head Scrivener to send you a message from inside Mountain Home Prison. Yeah. I reach out and I pat Falrock on the shoulder once and I say, you know what this means, right? The wedding's still on. Have you read the message? I, I, did you like read it over Falrock's shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I Tar, uh, Tarjax has great eyesight. He's a pilot. <laughs> they don't let you into the glider core if you have glasses. <laughs> Ball rock. What are we gonna do? What is there something to be done? Yeah, a rad prison break. Okay. You want to leave now? Uh, I mean, it's kind of your call. I like. This is you, man. It, 
whatever you think is best. Also, we should start sending them sending messages with conflicting information that places us on the other side of the continent in case they're being monitored, and we can use that to our advantage. You're not, you're not on the continent. Right, but we can no. be like, hang in there, Amber. We're laying low in Aldrox, where they'll never find us at this address. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, and the dwarves will be like, oh, we're so clever. We've intercepted their communications. And they show up there, and there's nobody there. And then Aldrox is like, hey, what are all these dwarves doing here? And then they, they I don't know, shout racist slurs at them. <laughs> <laughs> they also probably try some spells. I don't know. You've really got that nailed down, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's what they do in all drugs. Falrock's going to go... Uh, it, if there's a room that he's been, like, using for sparring practice against, like, a wooden dummy, he's going to go do that. And if if not, then he's going to go whittle a wooden dummy for sparring practice. I yeah, I assume that between you and and Leolin, there's a like a training room set up somewhere. Okay. Maybe maybe Ched would also use it. I don't know. Ched does a lot of his maneuvers up on the observation deck with the bears. Yeah, sorry, Ched's got the have... bear platform. Oh, oh well, in that case, as Falrock leaves, I turn to Desmond. I go, orders, Captain. Yes. Yeesh. We've we've got the recon mission, but we've also just received word that there's a lot of problems. You guys right want now. to do the side quest or the main story mission first? <laughs> ah, but here's the question, Christopher: <laughs> which is which? Which is which? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> As Falrock is leaving, he's just going to say, "We can't even get back to that damn alabaster ship or whatever the hell it's called back there, right? That's why we came here to find out how to kill that, right?" Well, yeah, it does make yeah. flying around the continent a little tricky. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they wanted to kill him, they would have done it already. They wouldn't have bothered with prison. So I don't think... I'm not sure right. it's the most time-sensitive. I mean, obviously it's time-sensitive. Yeah, but people being in prison kind of grates against my soul. How long had how long had it been? They did kind of last... conspire with terrorists, though. And I it's broke. been a week since I sent the message. Yeah, no, no, like cool the, the terrorists. Yeah, that, I mean, we are pretty cool, but we're still terrorists. Hang on, Matt's trying to talk, and he's very quiet. Sorry. Like, how long had it been since you last communicated with her before this? Yeah, did the message? Scrivener give Three a months. date? No, because when we left, there was six months to the wedding. Right. And I communicated with her about a week ago, and it had been... And we're still three months, one week, and one day left till the supposed Aww. wedding day. So, after, did you ever tell her? Had you ever told her what happened at the Mountain Mill? Nope, never told her a thing. Uh, that sending message was the first time I contacted her. Because so, I'm smart. Communication is definitely my major in college. <laughs> so, potentially, they could have been locked up right after. Yeah, it could have been happening for a while, and Falrock didn't even think about it and didn't do anything about it. And it's very much eating away at his soul right now, but he's not telling anyone. <laughs> But I would assume that at this point you are like glowing. He is saying that there's a big problem, big obstacle in between us and them. So well, we can't go until that obstacle is gone or able I to mean, be destroyed. Um, the God, Agaton. I don't know why I struggle so much with the name of your hometown. Agaton isn't in Jux, so mm -mm. we could just sort way. of turn our route. I don't know. Like, I don't know if we have enough flight time for that, but I could run the numbers. 
I, I don't think we want to try to loop all the way around Jux. Because we're we're on the Juxian side of the continent. Yeah. Oh, and then we're are we so are we like to the far east of Jux or are we like north of it? You left off the northeastern border of the continent. Okay, so so it is it's a pretty long flight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you think it's wise to gather our strength and get some more intel here before we go on a daring prison rescue mission, then I will defer to your decision. Is it even wise to walk into a trap like that? Eh, I mean... <laughs> is, that a, is that a question Terrorjux even cares about? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of to? like... So... No, no, Farrakh, Farrakh's just mad about it because he, he's let all this go and hasn't thought about it until now. And now everything is wrong, and he feels responsible for not doing anything. I thank Basil for the message and close his door so he can finish dinner with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> he gives you a friendly so, wave and says, if you need anything, let us know. All right. Hey, we're probably headed off to maybe some islands for recon. So if you want to do, like, botany things, maybe that'll happen. I don't know. It's kind of weird right now. Sounds good. I'll I'll prep the notebooks. <laughs> yeah, I cuz these islands are like a day or so, like it's a fair distance from the Yeah, it's it's going to be about a day's flight to get to okay. any one of them. Then uh oh, do I have to like clear takeoff with like a control tower or anything or No, <laughs> you are you're on the outskirts of the city. On okay. an unused platform, which they have, like, the city council has marked it as where the, where Teliferous will stay while you are in the city. Okay. They don't care if you leave, because they've already, like, they've impressed upon you the importance of not yeah. telling anyone where Hobstonopolis is. Right, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take us off and set us on a course just for the island because it's going to take a day anyways and if we decide otherwise we can always turn back or do whatever but yeah. might as well get some uh, distance under us okay engines to full take her up nice and easy so do we so the mountain home is where they've been taken right yes probably so, but but it's actually like a, they've been officially taken it's not like the truth for I mean, I'm not sure the tree church is involved, but they haven't Actually, been. Now that I think about it, um, are they? Have they been taken to the mountain home, or have they been taken to Aldrax? They've been taken because... to the mountain home. Mountain home. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because it was the head scrivener that got to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's weird to me that they're the mountain home is prosecuting them for terrorism. Mm -hmm. Like. No, they're being they're being prosecuted for possible collusion with terrorists. Yeah. Oh, us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, I was like, because there's a lot of terrorists in Agaton, so. All right. Well, that's that sucks. I guess our run-in with Silverforge is now considered a terroristic attack. Yeah. Yeah. They, they spun assassination so that we were attack. We, we him. attacked yeah. him in his home after yeah. he gave us tea. Mm -hmm. and tried to show us his cool pit. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, mm, I don't like that pit. And he's like, oh, that's rude. He's also... Yeah, it's more of a den. <laughs> he's also 
like one of the head adamantine smiths. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like the pope of adamantine. <laughs> he, and they are the the king of the mountain home. The dwarven king, Falrock can tell you, is like super hyper paranoid about adamantine. Like he's weird about it. And he's only been getting worse recently. He's got hatchling sickness. Maybe. I'm calling it now. You don't know. Meteor metal. <laughs> we need to show up to him and just be like, whatever, we got it too. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> just just feel better. Be like, oh, thanks, I'm cured. <laughs> just don't mutate too much. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... Breaking into Mountain Home uh, Max Security Prison is going to be spicy. Yeah, so your your overarching to-do list now contains find a way <laughs> to destroy a Juxian Dreadnought and break into the Mountain Home Dungeons. <laughs> and also destroy a multi-country spanning Shadow Illuminati that has existed since the dawn of... Of this continents. age. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that very well might be involved in both of those things. Yeah, and is probably responsible well. for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Right? You guys are, what, level 7? And also, I have the overarching incredible goal of attaining a magic item that gives me combat benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I will once more repeat. You have a gun. <laughs> I don't like the gun. <laughs> it's not my gun. It's a gun for someone with dexterity. Leyland needs to use the gun. <laughs> <laughs> I have a no dexterity. That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, it is. As, <laughs> as they say, get good, scrub. Yeah, I should get good. All right, well... Uh, at any rate, uh, flying. You lock in a course, and after about a day's journey, you you can see the island in the distance. It is uh, probably hmm, five or six miles across at uh, the widest point. It's irregularly shaped. It's got the little... Run up to the intercoms, and I go, everybody, land ho, battle stations. We don't know what could be out there. What were you going to say, Leyland? I was going to say any ruins or anything, or are we close enough to... Uh, you can't tell at this distance, and I think we'll probably stop here so that I have time to actually decide whether or not it has ruins on it. This doesn't have spyglass. It feels like it's something does make Absolutely, it. but it <laughs> probably is, doesn't work. <laughs> so, well, no, what happens it's here full is full of water. Desmond uh, extends the spyglass and looks out and audibly gasps, and we go, what is it? And he lowers well, it, and he turns and says, you'll never believe this. The way I've always and thought about it is... That's where it's to be continued. Is like Desmond like can make like a cylinder of ice, Yeah. right? And he would just oh, use that. yeah. And it does, like, it magnifies a little bit. <laughs> but it's but not a lot. Yeah, it's not very good at magnifying it, but it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so this has been another action-packed episode of the Alchemist Club. Uh, Apologies if things are a little slow. I, I think perhaps they will, they will accelerate in the near future. I'm. Oh no. I'm 
considering some plans and plots. We'll see. We'll see. We're getting to the point where I can start doing some things that I've had planned since the very beginning. Um, oh on that ominous note, I've been Joe, <laughs> your dungeon master for this D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. And our adventurers tonight were... Daniel, playing Chad Fleek. Uh, I'm K-Hall, and my proverbial butthole is clenched for that ominous reading, but I play Destiny. <laughs> I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I'm in danger. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. You, you are danger. That's also true. <laughs>